0: Blog Talk Radio. Thank you, thank
1: you, thank you for joining me once again for the bonus edition of yesterday's show. I'm doing a quick sound check just to make sure that I can be heard, but um, we're going to keep it rolling today. I definitely don't want to have a bonus show and run out of time. That would be that would not be good. But um, okay, cool. I can be heard. Awesome. Well, uh, you know, yesterday's show was just so fire. Today, Pluto stationed direct after being retrograde for some months. And so, um, you know, you hear the news of Pluto's deep sexuality. You hear the news about Hugh Hefner making transition. Pluto is also about death and rebirth. So um, just like I was admonishing you guys yesterday, there's going to be intense, powerful Passionate energy, and you want to make sure you do something productive and constructive with it, that still stands, and it's going to continue to stand leading up to this full moon. Um, you know, sex, sexual energy, contrary to what <clears throat> many of us were taught, you know, growing up under religious context and pretences is not a bad thing. What you choose to do with it is what. You know where you see where you fall on the uh, on the spectrum of vibrating either high or low with the energy so when when you I call it uh well when when you're sexually aroused, all that is is life force energy, and it's up to you to choose what to do with it. It's a very powerful energy, it's a very potent energy, it's very plutonian in nature as well as margin um and and a lot can be accomplished and done when you know what to do with it. A lot of us also have bit de- have dealt with sexual trauma, okay um sexual wounding, deep sexual wounds, deep psychological wounds, all plutonian in nature and um, you know this is a good time to go down the path or continue along your path of healing when it comes to this. You can heal from sexual trauma. You can heal from psychological trauma. And as a direct result of that healing, you can experience a lot of the higher vibrations of this plutonian energy, like transformation being totally and completely transformed um, from the, whatever state you were in. Just like Pluto, when you talks about transformation, you get the image and the picture of the caterpillar turning into a butterfly. You know, you can go from a caterpillar state in your, in your sexual health and sexual well-being and what you think and feel about sex. Um, you can go from a caterpillar to a butterfly. So, you know, continue to seek and, and, and continue endeavor to dive deep into your healing, okay, all right, um with that being said, always and forever, even on the bonus episode, we want to shout out our divine righteous ancestors, for without them, we would not be here. thank you, thank you, thank you, and once again, um <clears throat> but um thank you so much, just for the free reign and the freedom to have a bonus episode if need be, like we do like we're doing tonight, so. Thank you for each and every listener. Thank you um, to Hadassah and Shantae for contributing to last night's content and episode. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you to, for, to all the listeners. Thank you. Um, Shantae just reminded me I'm not that active on social media, but I know that I have you know over a hundred followers on Facebook for sure. So. Um, I appreciate every last one of you, including Shantae. Thank you so much. It was um uh Shantae, as a matter of fact, got an exclusive today. She was the only one that knew I was gonna be doing a bonus episode before I actually announced it. So, you know, for all those people, for all those who stay connected to Mama Dada Astrology, that stay connected to your world healer, that stay connected, um through the Mama's Babies Nation, you know, y'all get the exclusives. Y'all get the inside scoop. It's my mama's babies that have had consistent access to me, even when I haven't been able to broadcast the show. So if you're interested in signing up and being becoming a mama's baby and, and a, being a monthly subscriber to all of my various services um, at one constant rate, then, you know, don't hesitate to reach out. Contact me at, at mama.astrology on Facebook astro on Twitter and Instagram, okay? And with that, and, uh, clearly com, okay? So with that being said, let's jump into it because, I, like I said, I don't want to run out of time today, and we're just going to jump straight into the horoscopes, okay? Um, I'm going to start with Aries, and I'm going to, if, if y'all haven't noticed the pattern, um, a lot of people don't know the zodiac signs. They can't list them in order from Aries to Pisces, the 12 signs. Um, <clears throat> but there are 12 signs, and the way I tend to do the horoscopes is like, for instance, um, the journey to this full moon in Aries. I'll start with Aries first. I'll do another set of horoscopes um, <clears throat> probably another tarot pull, but I might not break it down by sign because what I'm doing right now is describing the energy leading up to the full moon. Like I explained last night, at the point of the full moon next Thursday, the energy will begin to wane. That means decrease. That means lesson, that means as opposed to it being how it is now and it's growing in intensity because the moon is waxing and we're seeing more of the visible light of the moon every night until it becomes full, once it finally does become full, it's like a balloon letting out its air, okay, the air being let out of a balloon, it's deflating, it's coming down from all of the height. okay. So um, with that being said, let's go, Aries, let's roll. Now, you heard me say yesterday that, you know, the full moon is in your sign. That means it's in your first house, the house of self, the house of your outlook on life and how you see things, the house of how others see you. People, others are going to see you, as on full, and you know Aries stay on full already. <laughs> it's a fire sign, full of energy. The first fire sign, so it will it. But what you'll find is that it's even more intense, Aries. Okay, and the Five of Swords, the the tarot card for you guys leading up to next week, it it iterates that intensity. Okay. Um, there's a forcefulness to the Five of Swords. There's a a fight to the Five of Swords, a fighting back, okay? Um, You're not going to take it. Five of Swords is about change, and it's an air card. It's a mental card. So when I say fight, I encourage you to utilize this energy, not to literally fight and physically fight, of course, that would be more of a wand's energy, and, be, and I still wouldn't advise you to physically fight. And even though this is a mental and a, and a communication card, I wouldn't encourage you to verbally fight. Although you may be put in some situations where you have to verbally fight back, stand up for yourself, overcome some, something or someone or an energy challenging you, overcoming disappointment, standing up firm, but there's something else about this card that I really like, and it allows more of the spectrum of change that this five indicates, which is although you're standing up firm, although you're seeking out and confronting your fears and you're, you're ready to fight back, there's an, an energy of distancing yourself from the battlefield long enough to reflect. And that being the change. Aries known for fighting. It just is what it is. But why don't you switch it up this time? I told y'all yesterday about the Venus-Mars balance that we're being asked to figure out. So where you're normally very Marsian and ready, ready to go, ready for a fight, ready to tell somebody how it is and where, what they can do with it and where they can go, why don't you change it up and switch it up? This is the Venus in Aquarius card. Why don't you switch it up, bring some ease, comfort, and balance to the situation, and be willing to distance yourself from that battlefield long enough to reflect Aries. Switch it up. Change up on them. Don't give them what they expect them. Okay? I told y'all yesterday that the future card is the Ten of Wands, and it was going to take immense effort. If it's in the future, that means that's coming up. We're coming up on a time where it's going to require immense effort, a final push, working overtime, prioritizing, is this person really worth me going there with, or should I change it up? All right, Amy? For cancer, I, I'm going for I, I'm doing Aries, Cancer, Libra, and Capricorn because they're the main ones. Y'all are the main ones with this Aries energy being activated. Y'all are having activations in some very critical parts of your chart. First house with self. For Cancer, tenth house that's that's your career. That's your the direction your life direct life path for Libra. You've got it in your seventh house of others, of relationships, of partnerships of all kinds. And Capricorn fourth house for the home, the family, and your emotional foundation. These are the main four parts of the of the circle chart or the wheel, the astrological wheel. So that's why I'm doing y'all first. Um for Cancer Like I said, you're having a 10th house transit and so the journey to the full moon for you is characterized by, it's very karmic right now, Cancer, because 10th house has a feel of reaping what you've sown, especially as it relates to your ability to be mature, as it relates to your ability to be responsible, as it relates to your ability to parent yourself and be disciplined. And so if you've done that, if you've been on that path and journey already leading up to this, full moon going to be harvest time, and you're going to reap what you've sown, and you're going to love it. You're going to be rewarded. You're going to enjoy success. If you have not been handling your business, if you have not been being responsible, okay, with your, look at, look at the, the context of what I'm talking to you about, Aries, your energy, your actions, if you have have not been being responsible with your actions and you've been wilding, then, yes, 10th house uh, full moon could definitely be a time where you, you reap a harvest of those associated consequences, okay? Um, you could be delayed in some way, experience a step back, or recognize the need to change your approach. And like I told you all yesterday, you got the full card, which is, Characteristic of this Aquarius energy, of change as well, and you may see a need to switch up your approach, to change up the the way you expend your energy, your physical energy, your sexual energy, your passionate energy. Okay, Cancer. So um, I know you're a water sign, Cancer, and the tenth house is very dry and and practical and mundane and material. Um, but that's where this change energy comes in too. You got the full card. That means you need to be. It's going to be who you, Cancer, to be open to change. It's going to be who you, Cancer, to don't have no expectations. Okay, be open to flying into uncharted territory. Allow yourself to be uninhibited and carefree. Let your inner child come out. Take a risk. Okay, and um, there's also an energy, like I said yesterday, of desire and effort. So the, this one final push that, I, that, that that is for everybody, it's a future card for it, all of us. Don't get this close to the finish line and not push through. Whatever you desire, Cancer, put in the effort. Whatever you are convicted about, don't. Follow the path of your convictions, okay, Cancer? Let that be your guide, and you shouldn't be going wrong with that, okay, Cancer? All right, Libra. Um, for you, like I said, uh, you're having a full moon in the in the house of your sign. Libra governs the seventh house, so this should be, you know, Familiar territory, just like Aries. You know, first house is y'all's, uh, for Aries, first house is y'all's territory already. It's just that you may see, for Aries and Libra, you may see the fullness at a full moon. It may become very apparent and clear to you um, that there are things within your energy that require some adjustment. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. And uh, or, or with this Ten of Wands energy in the future for everybody, just, uh, uh, it, it may require you to reprioritize, okay? For Aries, of course, reprioritize as it relates to... Um, <laughs> reprioritize as it relates to you and doing it in a way where you're not fighting, okay? For Libra, you see, that's that heavy Mars energy that's going to require you to add in that Venus. you got the Venus and Aquarius card, Aries, to help you with that, to confirm that. For Libra, in this double seventh house energy, this double Libra energy, you may be required to put in a little more Mars energy. you got the Jupiter and Leo card, the six of wands. So with the seventh house full moon Libra, the energy is likely going to show up in the realm of others, people around you, people outside of you. If it is showing up within you, it's showing up in your shadow self. It's showing up in your higher self, your other self, your alternate self, the parts of yourself that you don't normally look at, the parts of yourself you don't normally acknowledge. And so then it reflects or shows up in other people so you can acknowledge it through them. How about that? Mm -hmm. And so the final push for you, Libra, may come because you have to share. You have to share the success with somebody else. You have to share your time, your attention, your energy with someone else. You you may have to share recognition with someone else, with the six of wands. You may have to share your victory with somebody else. And you may get an opportunity, Lisa, to share your strength with somebody else, okay? And so um, you definitely have supporters. The fact that it's showing up in your seventh house, you'll see see who supports you and who doesn't. And to the degree that you figure out... um, who, you know, it's become fully apparent at this full moon, leading up to this full moon, who isn't with you, then, you know, the seventh house is saying, you know, at a full moon, like I said, after the full moon, we're going to be released, surrendering. It's completely made, completely aware to us what we need to surrender, release, and let go the two weeks following the full moon as the moon is waning. And if you're... It's about your attention you, that you need to release or let go of someone in your life. You know, uh, you don't. We're all connected, so you're never really rid of this person. But if, as far as in your immediate environment, then you can do so with the seventh house energy of diplomacy, tactfulness. You know, you can do it in peace. It doesn't have to be a hot, dirty mess. That's once again. The Venus Mars conjunction that's going on right before the full moon, that's begging us to find this balance between Venusian ease and beauty and harmony and peace, and marsian, you know, action, taking action and drive and courage, okay, fearlessness. Capricorn, um, your full moon is in the fourth house of home and family. And your inner emotional foundation. And so, you know, you're being given an opportunity, especially leading up to this full moon, to really get, hmm, to really get intimately acquainted with yourself on an emotional level, to where you're feeling strong in that core. Okay, where well, you're feeling um, encouraged and supported, just from yourself, just you doing it. Um, Nine of Wands is a energy that that's your tarot card. Is the Moon in Sagittarius? It's a card of Determination It's it's, 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 a, it's an energy card Because it's wands but it's moon and sagittarius, and, and the moon of course governs our mood Our emotion And in sag I, I actually have this Placement in my natal chart And there Is a, a Determination that you have Access to right now And that's what being strong in your core Is about When you're strong in your core You can see something through When you're strong in your core, you can take and make decisive action. When you're strong in your core and you're supporting yourself and encouraging yourself, even if ain't nobody else around to do it, then you can pull from those hidden reserves. The fourth house is the most private part of the chart. So it's in your private time, Capricorn, it's, in, it's when nobody else is around that you have the, the best access right now for what you need energetically, emotionally, moon and Sagittarius, to deal with something once and for all, to rise above, to, to have access to any needed patience. So by the time the full moon gets here next week, yeah, if you need to release and let something go, it may be something tied to home or family. You may need to move. Could be. Whatever decisive action you need to take and make, if you focus on strengthening yourself up in your core emotionally, whatever you're faced with here in the coming week, you'll be able to handle it, okay, for sure. Nine of Wands can handle it if can't nobody handle it, all right? For Leo, Leo, um, your card, you know what? I'm going to switch it up. I'm going to switch it up. Why? Because, you know, when it comes to my mama's babies, when it comes to my listeners, I just love y'all so much. And I'm going to do a special little something for Shantae. Shout out to Shantae. My tour, my new Taurus listener, newest Taurus listener, I'm going to, uh, because Taurus is like next to the last one, and I'm going to hook Sante up into Taurus right now. What's so beautiful about Taurus and the astrology as well as the, the tarot card for um, Taurus for the, the road leading to the full moon this week we have until we get there, is that the very card we had in the past position that I mentioned to you guys last night, the King of Wands, is the Taurus card for the, this road, this journey that we're on, energetically, emotionally, okay? Um, for Taurus, we're having a full moon in your sign next. Since we're having a full moon in Aries, Taurus comes after Aries. Taurus is the second sign. It's ruled by Venus. Aries is the first sign ruled by Mars. Mars and Venus together in the sky right now, exact, right before the full moon. So it's, it's, it's real interesting, you know. Y'all got the King of Wands card told you, y'all, yesterday, because it's in the past position, this is the energy we're taking with us into this full moon, all of us. And for Taurus, y'all are leading the charge. Y'all heard Shantae last night. Energetically, she's Gucci. She on her manifestation-ish. She's on her optimism-ish. That's what you need. To come to come strong into this I'm th- Hadassah got on the line and was talking about this Jupiter Uranus opposition. I'm still dealing with some of that energy. I had more Uranus surprises and unexpected sudden stuff happen today and thank God I'm super super Jupiter enough to balance it out. But it's really testing me. It's really testing my well. It's, in, it's the opposition. That's a fight. That's a tug of war. And it's really testing my ability to, to access this Jupiter general well-being and be well. But we got what we need to balance it out. And what we need is this King of Wands energy into Y'all got it. Y'all are having a 12-house transit. It's time of this full moon. Whenever, you're about to, whenever the energy is about to be in your sign next, that means the energy's in your 12th house. Next time, Taurus, just like I told Aries, it's in their first house now, the house of themselves. Self. It'll be in your first house next. Right now, it's in that last 12th house, the house before the first. When, when an energy is in the first house, that means you're the star of the show. It's your time to shine. Okay? Bef- right before it's your time to shine, it's your time to rest. It's your time to get off to yourself, tend to yourself, study you, be, be concerned, concern yourself with you and your emotional needs. You've gone through all 12 houses. You've had a full moon through all 12 of your houses. You're in that last one. And so you get to reflect. This is a time of reflection. This is a time, and it's in that reflection. It's in that taking a step back. It's in that playing the background and letting somebody else take the stage right now. It's in you getting your rest and practicing extreme self-care right now, meaning putting yourself first,
0: mm-hmm.
1: prioritize that same ten of wands is in the future for everybody that's calling us to prioritize, team, but you can do it because you're the king, Taurus. You got what it takes to make the connection between bossing up and being fearless, all this king of wands energy of believing in yourself and, and, and being an inspiration to yourself and others being your own shero and hero, being fulfilled within yourself, being strongly principled. Additionally, it could be um, the kindness of someone, a king in your life that could be instrumental leading up to this full moon for you. It could be a person when, when these court cards come up. Um, it could be a person that's instrumental during this time period that could aid and um, assist you powerfully. This is a powerful energy uh, during this time because of the Pluto station today like I mentioned to you guys yesterday because of the Venus Mars very powerful conjunction that it's, it's making they're making uh, because of the full moon okay Taurus. And so this card actually fell out. This was the only card out of all the cards I shuffled, they just fell out. It just fell out. shuffling, it just fell. It just fell out. So this is, this is no joke here for y'all. Um, 12th house can be very emotional, um, but utilize the powerful emotions that you're accessing, Taurus, to fuel the fire. Aries is a fire sign, the sign this full moon is in, Aries. Allow these emotions to fuel your fire of fearlessness, to fuel your fire of strength. going to take that to, get, to give the immense effort and this final push and the overtime that, that we're going to all be having to work to get to the harvest that we want to see. It's not too late. The moon is still waxing, dear ones. It's still not too late to plant powerful, positive seeds with all your good energy that will give you yield you the harvest that you want. Quit focusing on what you don't want. That's a waste of energy. Quit worrying. That's a waste of your imagination. Twelve, another twelve house keyword, by the way, Taurus. Utilize your imagination to visualize. A future that you can really sink your teeth into. All right. Let's go. Uh, definitely continue to listen out. If you th- These are good for be it your sun sign, be it your moon sign, be it your rising sign. And if you are listening out for the uh, express purpose of your interest in your love life, Listen out for your Venus sign as well. All right, moving on, we've got Leo. Leo, uh, my Leos are having uh, this full moon in the ninth house, okay? The SAGE house. I mentioned to y'all yesterday, y'all got the SAGE card. SAGE house in astrology, SAGE card in tarot. So, you know, Spirit got a message for y'all. Um, for Leo, Having a full moon um, in the ninth house, it, it can definitely bring uh, bring you to a head when it comes to things with school. It could be something with school. It could be some a legal thing that is brought to a head. Um, uh, your belief, something that you believe in, being brought to a head. You may you may after this full moon deal, you may release the belief. Like, I don't even, I ain't even own that no more. I used to believe this. I ain't even own that. I'm not even, ninth house is another house. It's ruled by Sagittarius. I just told you that. So it may be something that you have so passionately believed up until now that's being tested. What do you think is going to cause you to release a belief that you've held fast to? Likely some sort of situation. And, and I've been noticing, i just told y'all about this Jupiter opposition to Uranus, it, I've been noticing that people that are having these Jupiter, Ninth house, Sagittarius interaction with their chart right now, <sighs> including me, even though Ninth house is about optimism and luck and growth and expansion and rising above, it's, it's we've been being called to the carpet on what's getting us there. Just like with Hadassah last night. You get into this level of higher wisdom and understanding through something that on the outset you would look at as bad. It's bad to trip and fall and hurt yourself, isn't it? But what if that was the very thing that it took for you to come to to meet yourself head on? to change a belief that you've had. What if that was the very thing that needed to happen for you to expand and grow and 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 go on a, a on a very necessary vital predestined karmic long distance journey where what you want is somewhere along that path. So Leo, I just encourage you the non the page of wands card is definitely a card of being courageous, okay? Uh, It's a card of being enthusiastic. Don't lose your fire. This is, uh, Leo, your fire, you got a fire tarot card, you're having full moon in a firehouse, don't lose your fire. Do whatever you have to do to surpass, expand, grow beyond, uh, or rise above whatever is going on. Do that. Do what you got to do to keep that fire blazing and burning. And we having a fire full moon? You can do it. You can do it. Utilize that passion to to stand up and and to take charge into the direction that you want to go in. And whatever you have to release here at the uh, full moon, you know you'll have the energy to do it. Um, let's see, Sagittarius. A look at y'all. Leo, Leo's having a full moon in the Sag house, and Sag is having a full moon in the Leo house, and y'all both got fire cards. Leo got the Page of Wands. Sag, you get the Queen of Wands. So there's still this element, even for you Sagittarius, of what I was just saying, where it may be a, you may be experiencing things as a bit difficult to. See the positives in it. I, I'm a sad to myself. I get it. But when you're having a full moon in the fifth house, the Leo house, the house of fun. Come on, the house of enjoyment, the house of of uh, living life from an open heart and being connected to your heart, then. You 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 also, Sagittarius, get an opportunity to access all this passion and energy. We all got the King of Wands card in the past position. That's just Taurus's prevailing card for the whole week leading up to the full moon. But we all have access to this energy of passion. I, I continue to describe the passionate astrological energies that support it, that support the cards. And so... Stay connected Sagittarius don't disconnect. I know it may not be easy to keep that heart open to 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 um, to continue to be generous with your passion, but you know when you're taught, fifth house governs like our hobbies and and, and this entrepreneurial spirit the, our babies um our children are our, our our you know business babies like I say entrepreneurs. Pour that in. If you can't pour it into a person, you then gave up on people. <laughs> pour it into your projects. Pour it into your hobbies. Pour it into something that won't fail you, if that's your concern. But we're, we're all, with the king of wands in the past position, for the overall pull for everybody, we're all being called to be fearless and to continue to believe in ourselves and be strong and boss up. To be our own heroes and heroes, so we can give that one final push. Don't give up now, Sagittarius. Fifth house is the house of love and romance and dating. You might have a full moon in Aries surprise on your hands. I've, I've already described all this passionate energy. Don't give up now, Scorpio. Scorpio, you're having a full moon in the sixth house of Virgo, of work, the very Virgo energy that the new moon that this full moon in Aries is happening in is in, okay? So six houses, routine, your daily routine, your health routines, your work routines, your lifestyle, your habits, okay? And your tarot card is the four of cups. Now, Scorpio, oh, Scorpio, I love my Scorpios. The Six of Wands wanted to come out. It wanted to come out real bad. Who ended up getting the Six of Wands? Libra. The Libra got it. Your your, your one sign over got it. And the Ten of Cups tried to come out.
0: <laughs>
1: you, if y'all, you know, deal with cards, you'll you know what I'm talking about when I say a card is trying to come out. But what ended up coming out for y'all, Scorpio, is the Four of Wands, all right? And so... Um, The Four of Cups, I apologize, which is beautiful because that's a water energy. Y'all are a water sign. So it's telling me that even though you're having a full moon in the sixth house, it's still a full moon. And full moon can be very emotional. And that's why you got an emotional card. But because you're having a full moon in an earth house, the earth energy is real slow. Earth energy is the, Earth is the densest of all the energies. Air, you know, it moves real fast and all that, you know, wands, passion, fast, and even water flows. Earth is just like, bam, stop, stop, slow down. (laughs) And that's what you're being called to do, Scorpio, because you're having a full moon in an Earth-sixth house, and also because of what the four of of cups even though it's a water card, what it represents. It's the moon in cancer. It's the card of going within. It's the card of withdrawing. It's the card of absorbing yourself in yourself enough to be picky and selective and discriminating all of this six-house energy keywords, too. Six-house is Virgo. That's picky. That's discriminating. That's discerning. That's being selective, the very energy of the four cups card you guys. The cards don't lie. That's why they corroborate in the astrology on it with every sign. So Scorpio, um, pare down, pare down, okay? I know that six, six houses ruled by Mercury, and Mercury can be a really busy energy, but in an earth sign, in an earth house like the sixth house, Slow that mind down. (laughs) I know there's a lot of passionate, powerful, strong energy going on, but you've you've got to prioritize because the sixth house is going to require you to be productive and efficient, and that means at the time of this full moon in Aries that we're leading up to with all this powerful, passionate energy behind it, that amidst all of that, you are still going to have to be still going to have to be efficient. You're still going to have to tend to your schedule. You're still going to have to tend to your daily routine. You're still going to have to tend to your health. You're still going to have to tend to your work. And it's easy to get stressed out in a six house energy Scorpio. That's why the four cups of, in the tarot is telling you to set that ass down, sat down. You won't even have to be worried about being caught up in those full moon BS. Because you're going to be sitting down somewhere tending to your stuff. Because it's going to be busy. You're going to have plenty to do. And it's going to be easy to get stressed out. You're going to have to prioritize more than probably a lot of us. With this Ten of Wands card for us all in the future, you know it's coming because the card's been told you already. It's in the future position. The overtime is coming. The need to prioritize is coming. So you got to keep that head down and keep going and stay focused. What you also want to do, Scorpio, since it's about scheduling, is go ahead and schedule you in some downtime. Schedule you in an hour a day to do nothing or to rest or to meditate. Or to just do what you'd like, to, to feel like you're taking a break. Do what you can do, Scorpio, and then save the rest for the next day. Make your schedule, stick to it, and let's make sure to schedule in some you time. Pisces, Pisces, you are having a full moon in the second house. So, you know, like your sister, <laughs> like your sisters, because uh, Cancer is having a full moon in the Earth's 10th house, the Capricorn house. I just got to telling Scorpio that they're having um, a full moon in the Earth's 6th house, the Virgo house. Pisces, you're have, you as well are having a full moon in the Earth's house, the second house of Taurus, okay? And so... Y'all are all being called to slow down. You're going, This is a full moon, guys. So, you know, there's there's rewards and harvest on tap and on deck for us all. And I know the energy is Aries. Aries is ruled by Mars. Mars wants to go. And it likely wants to go fast. And it likely wants to go early. And it likely wants to go first. So there is this intensity, this passion, this energy that is palpable and is wet to go. Water signs, y'all are being asked to slow it down for your own sake, not, not so you won't have any fun, but so you can have some enjoyment when it comes down time to have that harvest party that you're not stressed out, Scorpio, that you're not on the low end of some crappy karma, cancer. And for Pisces, the second house has to do with with your level of self-confidence, with your self-esteem, with your self-value and your self-worth, with your point of attraction, with your point of appreciation. You got the ace of swords, Pisces. That's the communication. That's your mind. That's your mouth. So you need to be the loudest one on some appreciation-ish, starting with you. Second house is right next to that first house of self. I just got to telling you self-confidence and self-esteem, appreciating you, appreciating you from your head to your feet, appreciating where you are, appreciating any of the insight and clarity. That's what the ace of swords is talking about, is mental force. It's cutting through BS, it's breaking through, it's head over heart. You're gonna get you're a water sign. And I know water signs don't tend to deal in mental things. That's not y'all's thing. It's not that y'all aren't smart, intelligent, great thinkers. But you, you, you showed up here as a Pisces, as a water sign, so you could access and, and maneuver and, and, and experience life through your feelings. But you're having a full moon in an earth sign, and you got a card of air, mental. So the second house is about stability, that's why it's about that self-esteem. If you're if you appreciating yourself and you know your words, that's your stability, Pisces. That may not be feel natural or comfortable for you, but here at this full moon, it's going to be critical so that you can be on the right side of this energy. Second house is ruled by Venus, so you're definitely being called at least energetically to bring some of this Venusian energy to whatever's going on. Starting with bringing it to yourself, Venusian energy is bringing ease and comfort to yourself. Comfort yourself, Pisces. You got the Ace of Swords. Open up your mouth and comfort yourself. Tell yourself how beautiful and wonderful and all. Remind yourself, say it out loud so you can hear it. I want to say fuck your feelings real bad. But this card, the Ace of Swords, is head over heart. And so more than it's about your feelings, don't fuck them, but more than it's about your feelings, it's about what you communicate to yourself. What comes out of a swirl around in that head. I can't even get nobody. I, I, I must not look good. This, uh, no, no. You you do that BS leading up to this full moon. You use your good passionate energy. You, we all got access to right now for that BS, and you don't have a full moon. You don't want. Second house is also a money house. It's going to reflect in your money. I just told you it's your point of attraction. You want to attract some some valuable stuff. See the value in you. Get clear on that. That's the clarity of the Ace of Swords, okay, Pisces? Aquarius, third house, okay? You're having a full moon in the third house of Gemini, ruled by Mercury, a, a mental energy. You're a mental sign, so, hey, you do it. You do too. Um, Nine of Pentacles is your tarot card, which is the Venus and Virgo card. Um, Virgo also ruled by Mercury, so... This is beautiful, Aquarius. You're going to love it. Um, It's your kind of energy. Uh, As it relates to, you know, this is a very active time. The energy is very active. Mars and Venus and, you know, Pluto stationing, all the things I've been mentioning, and the waxing moon. In a waxing moon, we're supposed to be taking action. We're supposed to be planting seeds of action and intention, and you know, because the moon is like working with us, you know, it's like water. We plant the seeds, it's watering them, and all this stuff. So it's a good time to be getting something, and it's an active season. We're leading up to a full moon in Aries. we by Mars, the very energy of taking action. The action you're going to be taking, Aquarius, that will be of your highest benefit is going to be actions that uh, relate to ideas and plans, okay? The the actions you could be taking right now that will be very productive and helpful for you is making plans, gathering information. With the third house, you could be gathering information. To you, it may not seem like you're doing anything. I'm just doing my research and gathering information and making phone calls and, you know, um, uh, collecting, you know, paperwork or whatnot, um, you know, uh, sending out messages, that's your work right now. That's your, the actions you need to be taking right now. Um, we're going to hit a culmination point next week at the full moon so you'll get to see how you're doing don't don't worry about you know it's not all flashy and you know you're doing the necessary things Third house is about you know like just some very practical mundane things um it's 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 the opposite of the ninth house the ninth house is Sagittarius you know it's the higher things it's the philosophical things it's the you know higher educational things and the uh you know the wise things and all this. The third house is a lot. It's a lot lighter. It's about you know brief things, brief communications. It's about short-term travel. You know, um, so you know quick ideas and and quick plans. It's not long-term at all. But it could be um, with the nine of pentacles. Um, it definitely is going to be something that could turn into something. The nine of Pentacles is a great card that you want to see. It's the earth energy. So that's something real material. That's something you can see, taste, touch, feel. It's not an idea, but it may start from these ideas that this would come from. By the time you get to the full moon, you may get your nine of Pentacles. That's talking about flourishing. It's talking about luxury and refinement and protection and security you may feel alone right now with the nine of pentacles along this journey to the full moon but but you're not lonely because it's about relying on yourself right now with the nine of pentacles energy relying on your mind relying on your ideas relying on your ability to gather information relying on your ability to plan third house is about writing stuff down You better talk to your girl, Erica Badu. She said if you want some stuff to happen, you better write it down. And I am a true believer, a witness, and uh, not only the client, but the writing down president. Write it down, Aquarius, and watch it manifest for you. Gemini. For you, you're having a full moon in the eleventh house of Aquarius. Y'all just switched up. You and Aquarius. Aquarius is having a full moon in the Gemini house. Gemini is having a full moon in the Aquarius house. The eleventh house of friendships and groups that you associate with. The eleventh house of hopes, wishes, and dreams. The eleventh house of um, of uh, the future. The eleventh house of technology. Okay, Gemini. You also got the four of pentacles card, just like your air sister, Aquarius. You got an earth card, um, the four of pentacles, which is the sun in Capricorn. So, for you, hmm, it's so interesting when I when I saw this come out because. You're having a full moon in the area of groups and being associated with other people. But the four of pinnacles is about keeping to yourself. And so you may find that in order to navigate successfully, uh, Gemini, on your path and journey to the full moon in Aries, that you utilize your good energy, passionate, powerful energy that we're all accessing right now, and focus it on some of the aspects of the 11th house that don't necessarily have to do with other people. And I say that very particularly don't necessarily because I'm not telling you not to focus on groups and people that you associate with in networking and connecting work and all this stuff, uh, social networking. What I'm suggesting to you more so is that you... Focus on those hopes, wishes, and dreams, Jim and I. Do that, yeah. Focus. There is a there is a certain independence to the eleventh house. The eleventh house is governed by Aquarius, and Aquarius is about the individual. Aquarius is about uh, what makes us unique and original. And I encourage you to, in 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 concert with that and the four of Pentacles, to not keep to yourself to be a hermit and to be antisocial, but keep to yourself so you can stay focused. The Four of Pentacles is about control. It's about setting boundaries. It's about financial stability and security. And you can't really focus on those kinds of things successfully unless you do kind of get to yourself and set some boundaries. See setting boundaries doesn't mean you have to be alone. Setting boundaries doesn't even mean that you don't have to have people close. It means that you have lines of demarcation where things certain things are kept over here and they're, you know, that's for this and this is for that. Groups that you think just think about groups you do associate with, do they know all of you does everybody in the group know all of your business? Does anybody in the group know all of your business? Do they, do they come to your house for holy days, you know, when you're with the, I, it's not that you can't be social, um, Gemini, leading up to this time. It's just that you need to be – you need to prioritize just like everybody else with this ten of wands energy in the future position, you you gotta use your immense effort just like everybody else right now for that one final push for the working of the overtime to apply or retire, Which is more important to you right now? Being connected to these groups and associations. And let let me get let me switch gears here because I don't once again I don't want you to think that I'm saying don't. So even if you are, we're getting closer to this full moon, the energy is getting more intense. If you are associating more with a particular group um, or, or friendship, then uh, just set clear boundaries. So don't be afraid to set clear boundaries to where you still get to to where your future isn't negatively impacted, 11th house governing your future, your hopes, your wishes, your dreams. Don't let people get to the point where they're negatively impacting your dreams, your hopes, your wishes, where, where, where you know, you feel in some type of way about wishes, you, and dreams, and hopes you've long held because now you're associated with some people that feel a certain type of way about it. You're in control of your hopes, wishes, and dreams, Gemini, not anybody else. You, you, four, you, you see on that four Pentacles card, they're holding that one pinnacle real close to the chest. Hold on to what you value, Gemini, and don't let your association with others influence you to let go of what you know is priceless and valuable. All right, tourists. Uh, Because as we get closer to this full moon, you may find that you have to let them go. You're having a full moon in the 11th house. If you got to choose, I've been we've been talking about this Venus Mars balance and this Pluto energy that that on the low end where you fooling with people who are manipulative and controlling. If you got to choose, keep what's valuable and priceless close to you. And hell, you can get a new group of uh, a new group to associate with hell. <laughs> All right, we already uh, hit up Taurus. We did a little um, rearranging, and so the last sign is actually Virgo. Virgo, you are, are experiencing a full moon in the eighth. Wow, Virgo. Woo! That's why you we're in a new moon in Virgo season. That was last week. Yesterday was the quarter moon in Capricorn. Next week is the full moon in Aries. But, oh, yeah, Virgo, it's your season. And, and you know it's your season when you get the Ace of pentacles card. But the astrology is in the eighth house, and they can be very intense. We just had Pluto station today. Pluto governs the eighth house, that you're having a full moon each. And full moon is intense. You're having a full moon, which is intense. in the eighth house, which is all about intensity. <laughs> and you get the ace of pinnacles card. Virgo, you can make some magic happen. You really can. You can make some you can, you can make some really tangible, material changes happen in your life. Eighth house, you, you got to stay focused. though. you got to stay focused. You first of all, you've got to have a healthy relationship with your deep emotions. You've got to have a healthy relationship with your psychology. You've got to have healthy relationships with people you share money with. It's going to be critical that you have a healthy relationship with them. It's going to be critical that you're not on the low vibe, uh, scamming, scamming, um, you know, when it comes to money, you got to be on the up and up. And 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 if you're not, you eight houses is the house about the, the mysterious and the hidden. Um, you better make sure you're doing a real good job. And I'm not encouraging anybody to do no BS like this, but I'm just saying, if you're not trying to really switch that up, this ten of ten of wands in the future position for everybody. You could you could be you could it could become a real burden to you to have to keep this is the house of secrets and if you're doing some shady stuff with money the ten of of wands in the future position you know the ten is the end <laughs> and a new it's not it's not the nine see the nine is the end but the ten is the ending with a new beginning and so something. Could come crashing down on you or become overwhelmingly burdensome to you to where you don't have no choice but to, but to begin something else. So the eighth house is a very serious house. This is about serious matters. It's about deep matters, deep issues. And you need to be, Virgo, you need to be willing and able to be deep into yourself and, and make sure that your eighth house is about those motivations. Make sure your motivations are right. Eighth house is about purging. There's an element of purging in the eighth house and releasing because you got to share. And so, you know, it's the, it's the house of legacy. What do you want to really pass on to the next generation about how to deal with money? You got the ace of Pentacles. What do you really want to pass down about how to prosper? That the only way you can prosper is scheme. What do you really want to pass down about how to prosper? Ace of Pentacles at the at the root is very just about practicality. Just be practical. Practical just means you. This is something that you that that you can easily practice and show someone else how to do. It. Practical magic. The most magical thing you can do with your money is just is just appreciate it. It's 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 simple things like that that will help you develop a healthier relationship with you and your money, to where you don't feel like you have to scheme to get it. And 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 you know I I don't know why I went there with it. The eighth house is about the taboo <laughs> and the you so it's also a metaphysical house. You can do like like I said when I first started talking to you about this Virgo you can do some real money magic right now and it doesn't have to include coercion and and, and, and all these other you know negative money terms. Uh, what is that Ponzi scheme and all this it don't have to be all that. You've got what it takes. The Ace of Pentacles is about a return to vitality. It can be physically like health. It is a a material physical energy, but it can just be a return to vitality where you are prospering again. Where you do, it's about a strong start. You can have a really strong start in a positive direction with your money. Um, and, And with the full moon in the eighth house, as a direct result of that, Resources could be shared with you. I love it when I see eighth house pop up because with the second house that's directly opposite, that's the money. Like I was, uh, who was that, Pisces? Like I was telling Pisces, that's the money that you're, yes, that's your point of attraction, okay? In the eighth house, that's when what other people have attracted, they're sharing it with you. You don't have to trick them in sharing it with you. You can just attract that by having the proper motivation, Virgo. It's more This Pluto energy, Pluto station for everybody today, and this Pluto energy works best. I told you all yesterday, this Pluto energy, Pluto governs the eighth house that you're having a full moon in, Virgo. Pluto energy works best. When you are concerned with all parties involved, Pluto not going to let you do no sideways stuff without the death and rebirth on your tail. And I'm not talking necessarily physically. I'm just talking about this 10 of wands energy where you got the death, the end of a thing, and then you got the rebirth, the beginning of something new. Because if it's not built on solid ground, it's coming down, I guarantee you. If it's not built on solid ground, it's going to be transformed, I guarantee you. If it's not built on solid, solid ground, it's going to be dead, I guarantee you. It's just a matter of time. It may be at the time of something like this, like a Pluto um, a Pluto station that it does. It may be in the time next week when Mars is easily and effortlessly trining Pluto and Venus is easily and effortlessly trining Pluto where some old Pluto stuff happens. When Venus is trining Pluto next week, it's going to be real easy for some transformation, some death and rebirth to happen with your money. Venus, That's what Venus rules. That sounds like this uh, full moon for Virgo specifically. When Mars trying Pluto next week is gonna try and mean easy and effortless. It just depends on your vibration. If you on that high vibe, it's gonna be easily easy and effortless for somebody to share some money with you. If you own some low vibe, it can be real easily and effortless for some transformations to happen with your money and it may not be all that comfortable if you're not vibing right. Pluto. Is concerned about your motivation. It does matter why you do what you do. That's why I do a blanket broad suggestion to everybody. Just make sure that you're doing the best thing for everybody involved. Then you ain't got to worry about it. If you only focus on you, that's when it gets low vibes. Well, long as I come up, as long as uh, my money is trending in the right direction, if I, I I had seen some video, I, y'all, life is a trip. I had seen some a video clip of Cardi B, and you know I didn't realize I I don't be into the pop culture and all, like, I, I'm real against trends. <laughs> like, if it's real popular to do something, you know, at a particular time, like, I'm not with that. I told y'all that at the Great New Moon, Solo East and Leo, everybody was like, oh, we got to get the special glasses and go outside and see it and come to find, you know, it me that didn't resonate with my spirit at all. And I'm so glad I did not go do that crap. And and no judgment against anybody who did. That's just it didn't register and resonate with me. I'm a, I'm a proponent of doing what you're guided to do, not what you're led to do because you shouldn't be following. That's why I'm not crunk on the mama daughter astrology social pages like that. Now, I'm going to get more into it because I want it to be a source. A a reference for information. I really want that to be more my website, but I I will utilize social media to make announcements and point y'all back to the website for that those types of references and resources and information. But the girl Cardi B, she was she's apparently she has like this history of being a scammer, and she says it. She's like. You know, I just get get money out of these niggas, and you know, she's like, I only I only fuck with scammers. Like, if you're not a scammer or a D boy, I don't even fool with you. I'm not even attracted to you if you're not scamming people. You know, and I've seen the astrology on her natal chart, and she, I mean, it was it was written in the stars for her to rise up, you know, and be seen and have popularity and fame. But Pluto transits happen for everybody. These, these Jupiter going into Scorpio next month. 10, 10 baby, October 10th. Scorpio rules this same eighth house. Scorpio is ruled by this same Pluto. And so all things related to other people's money, All things related to people's motivation, all things related to manipulation and control and our psychology, Jupiter is going to expand it. If you're on some high vibe-ish, that's wonderful. That means the money you share with others could potentially expand. That means your relationship to all things metaphysical, it could expand. Research and investigation, Beautiful. But do you think that somebody who is living a scam D-boy life wants to hear that the energy of investigation is about to be expanded and grown for the next year? No, they don't want to hear that. (laughs) So that's why I'm encouraging you to stay on the right side of the energy. If you're concerned with the well-being of all involved, you can't scam them. Cause you come up, but they stuck out. That ain't Pluto. Pluto's gonna take that and gonna kill it, and and make you and make something else be reborn. Scorpio is is that phoenix rising from the ashes? What do you think? Ashes come from something getting burnt up to a crisp. Something that was on some BS. Something that wasn't right. Something that wasn't beneficial for all parties involved. It had to get burnt up and destroyed. So I'm not saying that to scare y'all. I'm saying that to encourage you. I'm saying that to Scorpio, 8th house, put on, motivate you to do the highest thing for you and everybody involved in whatever the particular situation is. And then the wealth will be shared with you. That 8th house shared resources will be shared with you. It may not be physical money. It could just be energy. That's all money is anyway, currency, frequency, energy. There's a reason why I'm able to still do shows and still have uh, uh, provide services on a weekly basis for my mama's babies where we get to talk for an hour every week, where I get to produce weekly transit reports for them so they can stay on top of their own personal energy aside from this general energy that I give y'all on the air. Because I I practice. It's not easy. It's this ten of wands energy every time I come through it's this ten of wands energy. (laughs) The working overtime. Y'all have no idea. It's the working overtime it's the immense effort, immense effort. It's the keeping my head down and just keep going because I'm headed somewhere. I got a goal in mind. I always talk about that's why you see on the slideshow for this show, one of my mama's babies uh, within the past year sent me that picture of them on the beach, baby. That's, that's me all day living that beach beauty life, doing reading the beach. Hosting shows, so i already hosted one show from the beach. That's going to be my regular lifestyle. We're in a new, we're in a new moon in Virgo season. Virgo is about lifestyle. The journey to this full moon in Aries is about what kind of lifestyle do you really want to lead, especially as it relates to this air, this Mars energy. You better do like the astrology I told y'all. Whatever's happening out there is happening inside of us. And if Venus is lining up with Mars out there, then we need to be doing that same thing and balancing out this Margin energy with a little Venus. So, y'all stay connected, stay in touch. If you want to go deeper on a personal level, you can get at me, mama.astrology.com. Just don't let the prices scare you. Everything can be negotiated, and I'm, I always got a deal going. Just ask me about it. I may have a deal for you. So you got to be fearless in this energy. That's why we're all coming through with this King's of One, King of Wands from the past position that Taurus got is because we're all being called to be fearless, to believe in ourselves. You Don't be scared to ask a question. You just might get a deal. You just might get the harvest that you wanted. You just might get the man that you want. You just might get the money that you want. You just might get the job that you want. You just might get the position that you want. Got to be fearless, and you have to be healthy and fit to be fearless. That's why I was encouraging Pisces on the self-esteem, that second house, the money house. It all goes together. Everything, that's what, if if you've listened to this whole uh, broadcast, then you're the real MVP, not because I want you to hear me talk, but because for those who are in the know, they know that all these energies are them. They know that all these energies are us and that it all pertains to us because somewhere in your chart you got Aries, Taurus, Gemini. Gemini, Cancer, Leo, Virgo, Libra, Scorpio, Sagittarius, Capricorn, Aquarius, and Pisces, every last one of us. And it's hitting on different areas of your life, these different zodiac energies. And so basically every message I have for every sign is for you. All right, and I'm going to cut it off there because if I keep doing little bonus shows like this, I want y'all to, you know, have confidence that I'm not just going to soak up two hours just because I can. I came back on here to give y'all the horse, Soaps and material cards. I've done that, and I'm just so glad that you guys decided to join me. Oh, I'm glad I checked the phone lines before I left.
0: Lord,
1: <laughs> I got a hands up. All right, let me take the one that's been holding the longest. Um, caller from the 405, you're live and on the air with your world healer, Mama Dada, peace. Greetings, it's Shantae. Hey, Shantae, peace, I'm so glad you got back um, in on the line today,
0: hi. My energy is so high right now. (laughs) I know that's right. Um, I shouted you out. Did you get to catch that? <laughs> yeah, I, I got on as soon as you got on, and thank you. I'm so grateful oh, that thanks. that I've even found, like, you just popped up on my timeline yesterday. It's so amazing how everything just synchronizes, but I don't want to take up too much of your time. But yesterday, after you read oh, about um how we needed to um, prioritize and just get it done, oh, because I think Cancer, Cancer, Capricorn... Is the one that makes us like we have like it's it's like the the mother of the father that's like go get it done you need to do it. Uh-huh. I'm in the process <laughs> of moving and so I was up to, like four yesterday packing, <laughs> tossing stuff and so uh-huh. I woke up feeling grateful and appreciative and so I cleared out my kitchen cabinets and gave away all the the food that I did not need instead of throwing it in the trash. And so I've helped at least three or four family in my apartment complex eat today. So I feel yeah. so, so good. I'm just happy.
1: You should. You should. That's amazing. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I. you heard me say that Taurus is having the full moon in the 12th house, so you are definitely on the right track to have the kind of full moon you really, really can sink your teeth into because the 12th house is all about being selfless and giving. It's about releasing and letting go and surrendering to whatever is, is happening within you, just surrendering to that. And when you, yes. uh, when you can really surrender, when you can really surrender and when you can really accept what is going on, then you get to enjoy the type of attitude that you're enjoying now, just a feeling of feeling full and feeling satisfied and feeling contented, the very two of cups cards that I was saying was in the present position, it's in the present position because that's how you, it's the energy we presently have access to. So whoever is feeling like you right now, feeling like this two of cups right now that's in all of our present, content, success, prosperous, balanced, strength, supported, then that's just a sign that you're on the right track. And I'm so happy and proud to even, uh, you know, be in contact with you like that, you know what I mean, just to be connected to energy like that, even though it's through a, a, a new listener, you know, a, a first time, second time listener since last night. Um, it's just, it's a beautiful confirmation that we are on the right track. Thank you so much, Chante. I really well, like okay. your, thank your you. Your contribution, your energetic contribution is priceless, and I'm just thankful for it.
0: Thank you. Yours as well. And um, y'all have an awesome night. Thank you for doing the show.
1: (laughs) You're absolutely welcome. Thank you for um, it. it, I was already inspired. I was going to do it, but, you know, it's it's people like you that I'm happy to give exclusives to. So thank you so much, and just continue to stay connected. We're going to be back.
0: Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Gratitude. And y'all enjoy y'all's night. I'm just crash. <laughs> Moving yes, early you, in the morning. You
1: some, the, yes, you get you some 12th house rest, Shante. We'll talk to you again real soon. Peace.
0: Yes, ma'am. I say. Peace. All right.
1: Oh, wow. That is so... I just.
0: Oh.
1: It was so funny when Shante called yesterday because... Um, <laughs> It's a Virgo new moon. That's the Earth sign, and then she's the Taurus. That's the Earth energy. That's just so y'all y'all can hear that in in the archives of the shows. Whenever there's a particular energy going on, I just bring them all out. <laughs> so, um, caller from the three eight six. You're the next in line. Peace. You're live on the air with your world healer, Mama Dada.
0: Yes. Uh, uh. Greetings, Mama Dada. Um,
1: I was. I called. Uh,
0: well, I read um, on the uh, screen about Scorpio. My sign is Scorpio. So I had wanted to know, mm-hmm. like, what the Four of Cups meant um, for Scorpio. Okay.
1: What is your? Uh, you okay? So you are a Scorpio sun sign. Mhm. That, that that's your zodiac sign. Okay. Uh, well, the. Four of Cups is familiar to a Scorpio because it's, it governs another water energy. It's the moon and cancer card. Cancer is a sister sign to Scorpio because it's a water sign also. And all of the water signs got um, are having full moons in some Earth houses, which simply means that the energy is going to feel a little slow to y'all, more than likely. It may kind of feel like, um, not a lot is going on, but full moons are about manifestation and earth energies are about material things that you can touch and feel and taste and see. So that's beautiful. Now, the Four of Cups card is about kind of withdrawing your energy. It's it's going to be more about the moon and cancer is what, is what the Four of Cups card represents. Cancer is an energy that's about you at your most private part. You, not only in your home physically, but you at home within yourself, at home within your emotions, at home, your ability to go within, your ability to withdraw and absorb within yourself via meditation, um, uh you know, even, even travel as it relates to mentally traveling and emotionally tra- traveling, all these things you get to access when you're kind of more to yourself. Um, so it'll be through uh, navigating through energy like that that you guys will arrive to a full moon next week where you get some more earthy uh, physical manifestations that are more in line with what you want, more in line with you. And it's specifically for Scorpio, you and your stable emotions to the degree that you're able to be stable in supporting yourself and and securing yourself and encouraging yourself and being there for yourself. For cancer, moon and cancer card, and this number four is about nurturing yourself, tending to yourself, mothering yourself, and just, you know, taking care of yourself so by the time this, full moon, intense emotional energy comes around, you're in the right emotional frame of mind to deal with whatever may come.
0: Mm. No, I just I just met an Aries man, so I don't know how that would be in relation to where my, like is it a good time for love or a relationship because it's, it's been a
1: while. Well, the Four of Cups card is about being picky, and selective, so mm-hmm. you know, go go within, yeah. So go within that core of yourself. See, the Cancer is a, is a water energy. Scorpio is a water energy. You have access to your intuition, and you'll be you'll be selective based on how you feel. How does he make you feel? Pay attention to that. Not necessarily just when you're around him, but when you, after you've been around him, after you've talked to him, whenever you've talked to him or, or around him, withdraw from, when you withdraw from his energy, go within yourself and ask yourself, how do I feel about him? And allow that to be your guide in selecting him or not selecting him. The 4 of cups Energy is, is, it can be picky. It can be disinterested. It can be bored, but it, but it doesn't have to be that. It can just be selective to the point where you check in with how you feel before you make any further decisions.
0: Gotcha. Wow. Yeah,
1: it's, a, it's an ability to detach. It's an ability to detach long enough to check in with your feelings. Okay. Thank so you. Good so good luck much.
0: with that. You'll have to check back what did you say? I said thank you so much.
1: <laughs> oh, you're absolutely welcome. You'll have to check back in with us, um, in the coming weeks to just kinda let us know how the Aries, is the Aries checked out or not.
0: <laughs> okay. I certainly it's will. A,
1: it's a full moon yeah, it's a full moon in Aries. So the fact that you met in Aries that Kind of stuff happens to me all the time Um, It was one of these full moon in Capricorn uh, Not too long ago That I met a Capricorn And um, So whoever this Aries is He's definitely bringing you a powerful Message, a powerful energetic Message and a powerful Because of the card, definitely a powerful Emotional Message, but the fact that water Signs are, yeah, but the fact That water signs are having a full Moon in an earth house means that you kind of need to be practical about it. That, that's probably why the Four of Cups is asking you to kind of detach and withdraw and go within because as opposed to being, and it's so funny because it's a moon and cancer card and it's a water card and you're a water sign. So there's just emotions everywhere. And because, but because you're having a full moon in the earth house, you're being asked to be practical about how you feel. What if you do feel that the, I've been telling everybody the, the intensity and the emotions and the passion for everybody right now is as strong, it's full. And so when you're having a full moon in an earth house, you're being asked to kind of keep your wits about you and to be sober in your dealings with others. You're you don't, you don't get the luxury this particular full moon to get all caught up in a whirlwind and it may and likely, you know, the universe knows what it's doing. Likely this is for your best and highest good. I've i I've dated an Aries and know all Aries are not alike. But yes, these people can be their fire sign. I'm a fire sign, so I know full well uh-huh. they can be very passionate and 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 you can get caught up in the blink of an eye. <laughs> so I don't think it's a coincidence that that Scorpios. I have Venus and Scorpio, so this is a message for me too. It resonates and relates to my life specifically as well. But yeah, I don't think it's. Um, I don't think it's coincidence that we are being asked to be very selective. You know, that's where this energy of knowing our worth and our value and being confident um, comes in. You know, you got to be confident to be able to de- detach and withdraw and go within because a lot of people don't want to do stuff like that because they feel their fear they'll miss out. Well, what if I, you know, take too long? And what if I take too long making a decision? And, you know, they go off somewhere else. That's fear. And with the King of Wands card in the past position for everybody, once again, as a reminder, we're being called to be fearless. We're being called to have believe in ourselves. We're being called to, there's a forcefulness even about the King of Wands. But with, with Scorpio energy, that forcefulness is within. You're the force. You're the leader. You're the boss. You're the goal setter. You're your own shero. You fulfill yourself. And out of that, yes, you're able to. Once you come, you don't. Nobody stays within. You come back out at a certain point, like I said, and you'll talk to him. You come back out at a certain point, and you'll see him. You come back out at a certain point, and you'll have dealings and interactions with him. But because you've done that work at home in the private parts of yourself, then you're ready. You're not all uh, eager and open and 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 and, and gullible. You're you're selective and you're, you know, you're seen as more peaceful because you practice that in your home in at home within yourself. So, yes, I'm looking forward to hearing from you um, once again. Say your name for me one more time so I got it. It's um Sheena. Sheena, you didn't even say that before. I'm so glad I asked. Thank you so much for calling into the show tonight, Sheena. And I really hope you'll stay. That we got more for you. Where this came from.
0: (laughs) Okay. Thank you. Love. Have a good night.
1: You're welcome. You as well. Peace. Thank you. All right. I see another hand up. We got time. We got time today. All right, calling from the nine one four. Peace, you're live and on the air with your world healer, Mama Dada.
0: Hi, peace, Mama Dada. Pleasure to meet you. I just have uh, been enjoying your show. My name is Catherine, Thanks, and I you. just, yeah, I'm just really um, loving all the information. I just think it's beautiful, and uh, thank you, thank you for 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 sharing of your knowledge. And um, like your last caller, I saw that um, I'm a cancer and I had the full card, so I was wondering if you could please tell me um, what that would mean for me.
1: Sure, absolutely. Thank you. First of all, thank you so much, Catherine. I really appreciate your feedback, input, and just listening. It's my divine pleasure to uh, help be helpful in any way that I can, and this is just the way I've been led to be of service, so it's my pleasure.
0: Um, the Namaste. full card for what do you say? Namaste, Namaste.
1: Oh, thank you so much. Um, the full card for cancer. Uh, cancer is having the full moon in a very critical part of your chart, which is the tenth house, the tenth house of uh, the path that your life is even on. Um, the tenth house of status and recognition and success and um, and and it could be here at a full moon where cancers would hit a high point, okay um, a, a critical turning point. And so with the full card, whatever that is, however intense it could be, uh, however your status could be shown fully to need to change, whatever it is, the full card says accept it. Just accept it. Mm. The full card is about being open to change. The full card is is, uh, uh, mimicking this king of wands energy when it's calling uh, you to be fearless, you and, and, and your cancer sisters and brothers, y'all are being called to be fearless and care- and not fearless in the, in the scary sense of the word where, oh, I have to be fearless? Well, you know, <laughs> if you have to be fearless, then there's something to fear, and I'm just supposed to fear it less. No. Being fearless in this sense of the full card means to be carefree. If you even look at the image on the card, you, you won't see. An image of a person looking more like they are ready for the world, like they are, you know, they don't know what to expect, but they don't have any expectations, so it's perfect. Um, the, the person on that card is ready to take a risk and take a leap of faith, you know, and it and it's this airy energy of just being light and ready that you see they they're pack. they're even packing light they don't they don't have this big you know rolling around suitcase they have like this stick with a a cloth attached to the end of it that probably has like a biscuit and a change of underwear in it like you know hey we're ready to whatever comes we're ready for it and so that's the energy of the fool. just ready for what comes, um, the full moon being in Aries. Aries is a really fresh kind of um, breakthrough energy. It's the first sign, so it just shows up ready to go. And, and we've got a lot of passionate, powerful energy leading up to this full moon. So, you know, it, it, Jupiter is opposite Uranus right now. Pluto's just stationed. Venus and Mars are conjunct. There's just a lot going on. Who knows how it'll all play out? but you got a beautiful card That lets me know that the that, that spirit is just saying to you, you know, you, whatever goes on is going to be an adventure. And so pack light, enjoy the ride, and, and just be happy. Just trust that it will be for your highest benefit and good.
0: Oh, um, thank that's you, so cool.
1: thank that's, you Yeah, that's a <laughs> full cool part for you, Catherine You're absolutely welcome Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening For joining in on the show Adding content and contributing And I'm just happy to be here And I'm looking forward to um, the next show So stay connected Wonderful. And we'll be back We'll be back for so more. Awesome, long. thank <laughs> you Thank
0: you so Good night, thank. Catherine
1: Good night, bye Bye. Oh, thank you, Catherine. That was it, y'all. Um, <laughs> what I'm likely going to do because I can tell that um, it just we're gonna need time. Here I am. We did an hour and a half on horse folks, and you know, just um, talking to some beautiful people on the line as well. So. Going forward, it looks like I'll be doing the weekly show on Wednesdays, and we'll just take on Thursdays as as just strictly for the horoscopes and the tarot because it's so beneficial and helpful that you can check in and kind of know. You know, you go to another tarot reader, they'll say another card is your prevailing energy and card for the next week. But just like I showed you with the horoscopes, it's for everybody. It's for all of us. And so um, peace, power, love, joy, prosperity to your week ahead leading up to the full moon. We're going to be back next Wednesday, um, the day before the full moon. Y'all know it's going to be intense by then. I can hardly wait to check in and talk with you guys. So until then, good night, and thank you, thank you, thank you. Peace.